if we accomplished anything in that, we have learned that it's not going to be easy for the Cavs to retool this at roster. All. At and all. And there are not a ton of options out there with how to do – uh, with how to go about doing so. Well, by, by the way, one other thing in the NBA tonight, game one, Western Conference Finals, Lakers at Nuggets. The Bet Rivers uh, line is six and a half. Nuggets are favored. The Nuggets are favored to win the series. They are minus 165, so not a huge favorite to win the series. The, uh, the Celtics, by the way, are minus 500, so they're a huge favorite. Who do you guys like in the series? Who do you like tonight, and who do you like in the series? Uh, I like the Lakers. Yeah. I like the Lakers. I, I I'm li- picking the Nuggets. I'm probably nuts. I li- no, you're not nuts. They're no, good. They're, they're good. Jokic is, is out there killing people right now um, with his bare hands moving slow. <laughs> I've never seen nobody really just slow. They, he, if he was a Pokemon, his name would be slow, bro. Like, he would just be like, he'd be a sedentary Pokemon that stands in the road that just blocks ways. Like, the, the, the biggest problem the Lakers are going to have in this series is figuring out who to guard, how to guard Jokic, who to yeah, put on him. Yeah. Because they don't have it. There's no idea. But Davis can't. Uh, Davis don't like guarding big centers. Uh-uh. He, 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 he prefers he, playing the he, four. He feels he's a power four. So who defends him? I don't know. It's it. it I, uh, what's I, his name? The kid, the uh, kid they got from uh, Minnesota. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Possibly. I mean, because that's how tall is Vanderbilt? Six eight. Davis? I don't like how the fact that he's good. Right? How they found him? He's nice. He was nice on Minnesota. Vanderbilt's always been good. He's a hustle. Who guy. you like in this series? My brain says pick the Nuggets. They're the better team. I can't pick against LeBron. I'm picking it's the hard Lakers, to pick against the Lakers. By the way, I saw something that said the Celtics have a 97% chance to win. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. With Eric Spolstra, is Eric Spolstra now the best coach in the NBA? Yes. Oh, I've thought that for He's years. Been. He's yes. past pop. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes. talent's got a lot to do with it. He's got a lot more to work with. But Spo and Jimmy Butler, and you're going to count. You're going to give them a three percent chance. They almost lost to the Sixers. Yeah. What? What? What type of? See, I love the way the LeBron factor is big. LeBron play a lot of different ways. Like LeBron can be scoring. LeBron, LeBron can. LeBron can be. I'm gonna get my guys in 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 the mix early. LeBron, I'm gonna be facilitator. I'm gonna be aggressive in the post. LeBron get to the free throw line. What type of LeBron would you think we gonna see this series in order to beat the Nuggets? Uh, I think you're gonna see the same passive LeBron that you've seen. I, I don't know if he's got another gear left, but it's not time for it yet. Game one of the conference finals is not time for it yet. I know mm. that sounds crazy, but I think if he's got another gear, it's very limited. Whether it's the foot or age or whatever, this is not the same guy that we saw here 2016, 2017, 2018. But I think he smells it. Like, I think he he smells it. It's there for him. He's got one more shot at a yeah. ring, and this, this is, is it. it. And, yeah, and if he doesn't win it this year, it's probably hey, over. Hey, I mean, unless you know, it, and, you know, unless he, he went comes, to be the third or fourth guy until he comes team, back right? to Cleveland next. Right, right. next yeah, time. Jason Lloyd said <laughs> LeBron's coming back to Cleveland. He didn't say that. He kind of did. That, we'll that next gear is like we'll this, it's like it's like this old school. It's a show named Guyver, man. It's like a mobile suit. It's a little Japanese anime. Boy, this dude was like, yo, every time he would go super. <laughs> It would take his life points away. <laughs> like I can go super, but I it's gonna take four years off my life. I can't do it. Like I, yeah, the, I the, think the Memphis game, if you remember, when he threw it high off the glass, yeah, yeah. just over the outreach, it, like he was passive that whole game, that whole game, and that one, like the one gotta have it moment, he he had it, it was there, but just for yeah. that one but, moment, you know, he's so smart, oh yeah, that he knows that he can't do it. Yes. As often as he yes. used to. I can't save you today. I ain't got yeah. it. I need this for, for dying no, straight. Yeah, but they rely so heavily on AD, and that's the only thing that scares you about that team. They're not a great team. The Lakers are not a no. great team. But AD, when he's engaged and locked in, 
is really good, and you got the LeBron factor. And the West is so bad that might be enough. Yeah. Now, I I've like I picked Boston before the postseason started. I picked them to win it all. Any any of the four teams can win it. You think any of the four teams can win? I yes. think, yeah. I think Miami would have the hardest time winning it all. Yeah. I do agree with same that. Same four teams as the but bubble. But I'm going to give them more than a 3% chance yeah. of doing it, for Isn't sure. Isn't it interesting that it's the same four teams that as is the bubble wild. year? Yeah, that's why. Dang on shame. If the Lakers can figure out how to guard Jokic, I like them a lot. But what do I don't you think know they, they should can, do? What, is your, what would you do? I don't, I don't, you, you, I don't know. I'd, I'd actually I'd put LeBron on them. But I don't know if LeBron can handle him for, for a whole game. Right. I don't, know he can, I don't know that he can handle him. But I, I don't know where else you go. I, I, I don't know. It might have to be. I keep forgetting his name. Let me ask you this What's question. What's the other guy? The one you said. Vanderbilt. Thank Jared you. Vanderbilt. I, I can Let never remember his question. name. I'm going right. to blow, you, blow all your minds now. Pause. If the Nuggets win. <laughs> Bounce. Put it on the list. If the Nuggets win a championship <laughs> this year, do we now have to say Jokic is the best player in the NBA? Yes. Um, the guys won two of the last three MVPs. The easily could have won it three in the a row. Only, let's face it. The only reason he didn't win this year is because of what Kendrick Perkins said. People I don't know. Got scared. It, it played a part. It I don't played know a role. That's the only reason. It played, it played a role. A here's, here's, if here's, he had, the only thing he doesn't have is postseason success. Mm-hmm. If he wins a title, I'm gonna say this. Man, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm gonna say it. Say it. Say it. They holding him back, bro. There's a there's a there's a there is a fraction of the NBA that feels like. We cannot let like it's almost like they're saying we not gonna let Jokic, a foreign white dude, be the best player. They pick him last in the All Star game. Like, like that's crazy. And for me, I could actually say it because I got to keep it a hundred. If Jokic was black, he'd be he'd be already there. He'd be already up. Like, but they they're at whether it's subconsciously or consciously, it's almost like they they not gonna give him his flowers and say what he is. But the dude is, is he's there. Yeah, he I think might. there's probably a lot of truth in what G's saying. In defense of people who won't say it, he has done nothing. They haven't gone. They've only made the conference finals once with right. him. Mm-hmm. And well, there was a second thing that I can't think of. Oh, and he's not a big media guy. Yeah, he's the, and, and he plays in Denver, and which it, is not an ex- like a he's, sexy he's, market. He doesn't have a flashy game. Like, you know, like we like, right. It's not a flashy game and the history. We'll give it to bird because everybody that come on here to say, listen, bird played like us bird talked trash bird was in the mix bird did this like so they had to give it up to him. But when you look at Jokic, it's, it's almost like like they won't come out and, and, and I think that was the reason they didn't give him the, this MVP because they didn't would have to say this dude don't want three MVPs. This dude is is by far could yeah. go down as the best center of all time. I mean, I think if he wins a title, you I got to look at him as the best player in the NBA right now. You can make that argument, yeah. and that actually leads right to the next topic. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you went there because after Sunday's catastrophe for the Sixers, I was talking to some people yeah. in the league about who, who can really be an actual number one on a championship team. Right. Just because you win the MVP doesn't mean you can be a number one when it matters in the postseason, as we've alluded to. Really? You should be. You should be. Should you? If you can't be a number one on a championship team, should you be an MVP? Well, we're going to talk about you, you will see in a sec, but I have broken yeah. down the guys who I think in certain tiers can be legit number ones and who I, I've completely written off until they show me something else. All right, go ahead. So there's different tiers. I'll show you my tier. You guys then tell me if you have any issues with it. Then we'll go to the next tier and so on and so on. So no. you ready? Yeah. The first tier is the there's no argument here. They've proven it before. 
We've seen them carry a team to a championship. And even in today's day and age, at their current state, I still think they can be option ones. And that's LeBron, Giannis, Steph, and Kawhi, who's always hurt, but when he's healthy, is still one of the two or yeah, three best players. Yeah, but I don't think outside of Giannis, any of those guys can be number ones to a championship anymore, dude. Steph did it literally last year. Oh, I do. LeBron's but doing it as we speak. LeBron is, is still their number one. Is he their number one or is Anthony Davis their number one? Their number one. I think they rely on AD the most, but I yeah. think LeBron is the best player on the court when he's on the court. Is that Does that make okay. sense? I don't even yeah. know if that makes sense. And you'll see where Anthony Davis know. falls in on the very next category. I would take Kawhi off that list. Okay. Kawhi's off the list, definitely. That's what he's healthy. And I, and I think Curry, who did, did do it last year, agreed. I think he's done Steph doing it. Steph is – I don't want to say it. He's done? I'm, I'm not – He's not. Steph I'm not as guy. high on Steph as everybody else in the freaking world is. <laughs> yeah. I, hate him. I don't hate him. It was an angry tone. I just was. angry. I just, angry Jason. I just think he's overrated. You put him on a team that had doesn't have all that talent around it. He's had opportunities before when those guys were hurt and they didn't go very far. Well, here's the thing: when when I gave him his credit and his flowers when they had they had two back to back terrible years. And then they came back and won a championship last year. He is the, he is the greatest shooter to ever play in the game. Right. I don't know that he makes the people around him infinitely better just because he can shoot from forty seven. And feet. by the way, to be fair, LeBron belongs on a list by himself. He don't. Those guys don't belong on a list with LeBron. Fair. And these yeah. are not ranked. These are just tiers. So I hear it's not you. in right. order. All right. Go ahead. I would right, put so LeBron next... tier one than those other guys tier two. But go ahead. Totally fair. Yeah. The next tier is guys. I know can be the best player on a championship team. They just haven't physically won a championship as option A yet. So, Steve, you can take this. But this is Jimmy Butler, Jokic, Anthony Davis, Durant, and Tatum. I truly believe that those guys can be the alpha dog. The wasn't Durant option. the number one the year the Warriors? Yeah, but you could argue it was him and Steph. He wasn't the true solidified number one. But I, I know he could be, if he, despite if what he, everyone says. If he doesn't win another title, if he retires with just the Warriors titles, he's going to get looked at with a side eye. Mm. Super side eye. I agree with that. But I do think he is capable of being the number one option. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree. I, I like all those names on that yeah, list. Yeah, that, that's a really nice list. I like that. I, I can't disagree. All right, go ahead. All right, the next tier is the I think they can. You go right to it, Steve. I think, and I'll explain real quick. I do think Booker is unstoppable offensively. And when he's in the rhythm, we saw in a couple games against the Nuggets, back-to-back 45, 46-point games, Unbelievable. Jalen Brown, I actually wanted to put on the list above. I was talked out of it by some guys in the NBA. And Doncic is clearly talented enough, but I don't think his style, being the guy who has the ball 40-45% of the time, his usage rate historically high, I don't think that style is conducive to winning a championship. So he's on the I think they can be, but I'm not 100% positive yet. I, I I'm, feel, not, I'm, I'm not, not sure about Jalen Brown's game, offensive game. It, se- it seems like Jalen Brown does enough stuff and plays with enough good players where it kind of masks some of the deficiencies. If like if you gave Jalen Brown the rock and said be the dude, I mean, is he going to get you thirty a game over a season? I don't know I if mean, that's the thing. Devin Booker's had good players around him, and he's never won. So I, I don't. He know. was one game away from a finals. Booker two years was ago. phenomenal in this postseason, yeah, he was but great. not the last two games when it mattered. Yeah, I know. Um, I I don't. I, that list to me is like I think they can. They need help. Is how I okay. like. So, so not true number Those one. guys can't carry a team. And, and maybe Jalen can't. I mean, we haven't really seen Jalen yeah. away from yeah. Tatum. Like, not prime Jalen. I really yeah. like Jalen Brown. Like, I really like Jalen Brown. And, 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 well, I like I got, both those guys. Remind me to ask you a question. What, what, what do you think about Monty Williams? Because uh, I, I, I like him. I, that I, seems I, ridiculous. I do they hired him. That is, that's an owner that's just. Should the Caps fire JB and hire Monty Williams? Would it be upgrade? I mean, Monty's done more. 
but he's had more opportunities. I like I like Monty Williams a lot. He's he's a phenomenal guy. But JB's a phenomenal guy. So it's that's that's hard. That's hard. But I do like Monty. Go ahead. I actually had Jalen Brown a bump higher than the two guys I spoke with who who know more basketball than I do were like knocked him down. Not, yeah, they knocked him down a list. Me and Earl actually had him a tier higher, and they knocked him down. So I think that's where he belongs. Surprised, but I uh, do. Are, are you, you, I'm surprised Earl didn't have Donovan Mitchell on the top <laughs> tier. Or, or I think I can. Poor Mitchell's, Earl. Mitchell's coming at some point. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, this is the maybe one day they could be, but it's too early. I haven't seen enough, but I've seen enough potential to think they possibly could be. And it's a three-person list. That headline. There's Anthony Edwards, Shai Gilgis-Alexander, and Zion. Who I think have shown me enough, but it's way too early to put See, them in. See, I can't in put Zion because I don't have any faith he's going to be healthy for all. This season. is crazy. I forgot. I even forgot Zion Williamson was will Zion like it was even in the mix. I forgot he was alive. Yeah. Like, like, how do you go from? And by the way, when he is playing, he's awesome. He's averaging twenty-seven and like twelve or something. Yeah, it's crazy. But, but he's never healthy. I, I, yeah, I can't trust. I that have guy. no faith in Zion. And Shea Gilgis Alexander just feels like. He feels to me like like I felt about Dominique Wilkins when I was a kid. Like awesome player, scores a ton of points, but is never going to win anything. And Shea Shea does not shoot the three. He gets all his buckets like underneath the three three point line. And I'm like, that's what makes him so incredible. That's crazy. I don't think he's leading the team. I, th I think OKC is building a machine you over think so? there. Yes. Get that. They got a they're lot. Coming. Jason Pick, they're they're, they're coming. So those are the people who I think could eventually be. Yeah. And there's okay. some guys like, like for example, before we take this next one, Steve, Mobley could be in there, but I didn't want to put Can't him on that list that. yet because I haven't seen yeah, that yeah. star level no. talent. Oh, no. I think his potential is high enough to be on that list, but I haven't seen it. Those three guys I have seen. Yeah. The next is two back-to-back no's. Donovan these Mitchell are, on none of these lists. The next back-to-back -back are the no's. These are guys I am out on as being an alpha dog. I know you hate option. Joel Embiid, so he's not. So let's start. Yeah. The We're going to start with the two Philly guys. Embiid and Harden, completely out. I know too much, completely out on them. Paul George, can't be your number one. I, Damian Lillard, can't be your number one. John Morant, can't be your number one. Steve, no. next. Is Paul George even still in the league? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mitchell, Donovan, uh, that's Trey Young and Donovan Mitchell. I, I mixed their names up. Brunson, Bradley Beal, Carl Anthony Towns. Also, other quote-unquote A-list number one option stars in the league who cannot be the alpha dog on a championship team. Outside of my spelling mistake, and I can't blame Anthony. That is me. Yeah. Any objections to those ten? Go back to the go back to the screen. Go so, back. so, in other words, you're saying the Cavs can't win a championship because Donovan Mitchell unless Mobley player. develops unless Mobley, that option. Mobley goes past him as a I, I, I think I think Damian Lillard. The only reason he's on this squad, right, this this list, is because. He just kept saying, I'm going to stay in Portland. Like, so he, Portland's never going to have the, they just can't build nothing around him. But do I think Damian Lillard could be the best player on the team? Sure. I think he could. Um, he just put himself out of contention. He just stays in, stays in Portland. So, I, by the way, I just got a call just moments ago from Rotten Tomatoes. No, from the toilet paper factory. They said, please stop insulting us by calling Joel Embiid soft. <laughs> Charmin soft. I don't know. I don't know if that made sense. My point is he's softer than soft, so I'm with you on that. Um, who John Morant obviously has mental health issues. He's he's got problems. You guys talked a lot about this yesterday. Yeah, John Morant. Um, first of all, his game. I love John Morant's. Like he's high flyer. I don't know if that's conducive. I don't know if that was conducive to winning no games either. Um, you know, he's he's a high flyer. He does everything. He gets to the rack. Um, and, and by the way, this sorry to cut you off, G, but 
I, I don't know how much you got into it. So I just wanted to say they this did 40 more. minutes on it yesterday. Okay, so. So let me just say one quick thing on John Morant. I'm sure maybe this came up along the way because I see some people with the defense of, well, if it was a white dude holding a gun, did that come up yesterday? Did anybody bring that up? Mm-mm. I don't believe how so. how often Earl, Earl's going to get the mic. Earl, did that come up? No, we we didn't. We no. Okay, well, no. I've seen this on Twitter, and and I want to bring this up. So there's this thing like, you know, we often see like NRA rallies and all this lunatic stuff with guns because people are like obsessed with guns like it's porn. Um, that, you know, how come if a white guy's holding a gun, uh, it's not a big deal, but now a young black man's holding a gun, uh, it's a big deal. Well, there's two things here. Number one, for me, it's a big deal if anybody's showing off with a gun. To me, if you're playing with a gun like it's a toy, I don't care if you're black or white, you're an idiot, okay? It's that simple to me. It's not a toy. It's a very dangerous thing where people are dying all over the freaking country from these things. So to play with it, like you're a big shot. Number two, if you need a gun to make you think you're tough, you're not tough. If you need a gun to be tough, then you ain't tough. All right. So, but it, it, yeah, I mean, there are some crazy lunatics that celebrate some people with guns. That's a separate argument from this thing. The bottom line is this guy's coming off like a, a crazy person and, he, and he's setting a bad example for, for young people that look up to him. And so we don't want to see this. That's just my thoughts on this. But I wouldn't trust him to be the leader of my basketball team because he obviously makes bad decisions. Yeah, there's nothing else I can say to add yeah. that, that you guys haven't already covered. Here, the one thing I will say about Memphis, though, is like I've said for years, it's so, especially in the NBA, it's so fragile. And winning is so fragile. And two years ago, Memphis was like the darling of the league. And now they are on fire. Like the whole thing is just an absolute mess. And that's how quickly it can change. It just yes. just that fast, and it's it's really unfortunate because you know I used to joke that that Cavs Grizzlies NBA Finals is going to be horribly rated and the league's going to hate it, but it's going to be a hell of a series. And yep. I was not really joking; like they were on that path for four or five years from now yeah. or whatever to meet. And Memphis now is just an absolute disaster right now. Everybody, put away the guns. Stop with the gun obsession. Crying out loud. All right, moving along. Let's talk uh, some baseball. we got to call it greed, and let's talk a little baseball. But it is 1230, which means the lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is sponsored by Colleague Companies Championship. See all your favorite golf legends in action July 12th through the 16th at the famous Firestone Country Club. It is fun, family-friendly events all week long, featuring a brand-new fan zone experience, free attendance for kids and concerts every single night. There is something for everybody. Learn more at colleaguegolf.com. Bull. Little Guardians, little Manuel Classe, what's up? What's up with our guy? You know, a couple of things over the weekend that got lost. Um, well, first of all, first of all, oh, we'll start with Classe because that's what Mike brought up. I am a little concerned about him right now, Jason. Uh, he is you, – you look at the statistics, obviously they're not as good as they were last year. You look at his hits allowed, his walks allowed, his runs allowed, his blown saves – He's more than halfway. Like, he's already blown as many saves this year as he blew all of last year. See? You got, Good got it right there. Good job, Earl. Last year, he walked 10 batters the whole season. He's already walked five. Now, five, you might be thinking, well, five walks, that's not a lot. It is when you only walked 10 all of last year. He's on pace for 20 this year. That's a huge difference. That's 10 more base runners. Not to mention the fact he's given up more hits. And he's blown some big games for this team. Now, the Guardians 
again, I'll say it for the millionth time, are very, very, just like Jason Jones, shooting, 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 shooting. I'm going to say they're very, 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 very lucky that they are in an ass division with ass teams. You look at the rest of the American League. They'd be out of it. The other two divisions, they would be so far. The Guardians have no shot at a wild card. It's division or bust. Yes. Nine of the other ten teams in the American League are good, or at least decent, except for Oakland. So, that's the bigger picture. But, Class A, I do have some concerns right now, Jason. Yeah, and if you do want a good sign Friday night, he was throwing his cutter over 100. Yeah. First time that's really happened this year where he's yeah. consistently hitting 100. That's his nasty. But he's not commanding his no. pitches as well. And his velo- But his velocity's been down. That's true. And, you know, there was – our Zach Meisel has talked about this a few times where they feel in the organization that it's a pitch clock thing. Like he's one of those guys that's been impacted by the pitch clock. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily totally understand how the pitch clock relates to velocity, but they firmly believe that the clock has had some sort of toll on him. Hopefully he adjusts to that as he gets used to it. As the weather warms, he's another guy. Mm-hmm. He's going his, to, his velocity will come back as the weather in May, June, and July as the temperatures increase. But absolutely, there's reason for concern. Yeah. And and we all know relievers can be volatile year to year. That's right. And and guys, just because their light's out one year, they could struggle the next. We saw it. See it all the time. Edwin Diaz was Josh Hader, awful. remember from last year? He was yeah. terrible. Yeah. Last year, he had nearly an 8-1. to one. Bring up those stats. Can you bring up those comparison stats again? Last year, I believe he had almost an 8-1 to one strikeout to walk ratio, which is fantastic. Almost 8. Uh, yeah, almost 8-1. to one. This year, it's less than 3-1. to one. Yeah. That is a massive difference. Massive. But again, that to me points to also the velocity and and uh, not throwing the cutter over yes. 100. And there's a big difference in 97 and 100. In this baseball, it's, huge a, it's difference. a huge difference. Because everybody throws in the 90s now, in the mid and upper 90s. The guys only guys that stand out and throw over 100. But another thing is, when 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 your command is off, when you're even if you're throwing hard, if your command is off. Guys will be able to lay off pitches because instead of them being borderline, mm-hmm. they're not going to swing because they're way off the plate. Right, and right. that's what's happening a lot to him. I, when I look at the Guardians, I always I kind of look at them and, and I say, all right, well, let me analyze the, the overall roster. Who would you say is a star on their team? Jose Ramirez. Okay. And so, Shane Bieber. So we got two. When you don't have stars, right? Stars. I'd say class A, you know, in, in borderline. For, as a closer goes, it would be a star. So if, if you look, if you look at the stars, stars. What makes stars great is they they have you know consistency, right? Guys, you're in. When I grew up, you're in year out. You knew certain certain players were good. It yeah. just was gonna happen. Um, but now it just seems like the the Guardians have, I would say, average to good players, right? Average to good. And when you talk about average to good, you're you're a lot of different pieces of parts of your team. You're you're counting on those people being above average to good. If you get a couple of them that dip below average, then you start to see things in them struggling. Like case yeah. in point, the, the outfielders like Quan, uh Gonzalez, young guys, they played very well last year. Quan is doing okay. Gonzalez is in the minors. Right. Uh, pitching, right? Yeah. Same thing. So yeah. it's like it, it's funny. It's it's a good point because we said all offseason, a lot of us were like, ah, Gonzalez could be could have 15 home runs in May or it could be in the minors. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, it went the, the minors. Went route. The minors route. 
And you know, you, you said it right. Quan's been okay, but he mm -hmm. hasn't been. He hasn't taken a step forward. Um, a Tanner, by the way, Tanner Bybee was great on oh, Sunday. Oh yeah, oh, so he was great. And by the way, you know, I never talk about wins for a pitcher because it's a stupid stat, doesn't prove anything. But they should change the rule. Think about what happened in that game Sunday. Was it Sunday that Bybee pitched? I think mm -hmm. it was. Yes. So Bybee goes seven and two thirds. Yep. Gave up two hits, I believe. Correct. And I think one other base runner because he hit a batter in that last inning when he came Correct. out. Correct. So there's two on, two out for Francona. It's a 1-1 game because he had given up a run. He blew the 1-0 lead. Gave up a run in the eighth. Francona takes him out, brings in Karinczak. Karinczak faces one batter, gets the final out, and then in the bottom of the eighth, the Guardians take the lead. Well, Karinczak gets the win. That's like, terrible. How stupid is that? Yeah. I know that's been the rule forever. Baseball should have changed that a long time ago. And they have the they have the leeway to do that. Just give the official scorer that's right. the, the well, option. Well, that's what you do. If the starting pitcher does not go five innings and if a team has the lead after five innings and the or or and the starting pitcher doesn't, doesn't make five. it through five then the official score picks the winning pitcher he's got and, the discrepancy and in a situation like that you should do the same thing i totally Tanner agree. Bybee should get the win i yes. totally agree i mean not the james karachek who got one out right and, and how what was impressive to me about Bybee because we've been pitching for we've been just jumping up up and down to get him up here yeah he had a terrible outing the, the one before. That's true. It was his only bad outing, and he bounced and a, back. And a lot of times, baseball purists will say, look, you don't want a guy to come up from the minors, get up here, hit around a little bit, lose his confidence, and then, you know, he's he's a shell of himself. But I thought that showed a lot. The fact that he came out in his next start and pitched that well, it Great shows point. that he doesn't. he's not going to shrink and fold up like a Christmas. Well, well look at Baltimore. Grayson Rodriguez, the best pitching prospect, has been horrible. Yeah. He's getting killed, got killed again yesterday by that same Angel team that Bybee just dominated. Yeah, and Bybee, they called him up after his worst outing in the minors. Mm. That's he, true. He had That's a true, terrible yeah. outing he in walked, Columbus. He's gotten in trouble with walks. His two bad outings this year, one in Columbus and one with the Guardians, he had a lot of walks in those games. And and yet, still, coming off his worst outing, you would think that would yeah. make team officials say, oh, maybe he needs – no. Four they out of five starts ready. in the big leagues have been good. Yeah. and He's and been real good overall. He's, I think he's throwing his last pitch in triple-A. Oh, he's I'm not going back. No chance. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, listen. No chance he's going back. Uh, by the way, one other thing, great weekend for Josh Naylor. Hits late, eighth inning home runs three days in a row. Yep. And Phil Nevin, the manager of the Angels, and I think this was also on Sunday. I don't know why my, all my days are blurred in my head. Did one of the, yes, because it was Sandoval pitching against uh, Bybee because they were teammates in high school, which is amazing. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That those guys are teammates in high school. They're we pitching against each other majors. in the big leagues. And Sandoval's a really good pitcher. Kind of under the radar because he plays for the Angels. But he's, the last couple of years, he's been really good. Phil Nevin, the Angels manager. And I don't know. And I know you mentioned before, like, I haven't heard his reason for this. Yeah, I don't know. Pablo Sandoval, again, he's been one of the a top, I'd say, 25 pitcher in baseball the last two years. Left-handed pitcher, been really good. He pitches into the eighth against the Guardians. The Guardians have a runner. It's a tie game. The, guard, after, uh, the Guardians have a runner on second, two out. The Angels, with Sandoval on the hill, intentionally walk Ramirez. And, who's a, again, Sandoval, a lefty. He pulls the lefty to bring in Carlos Estevez to face Naylor. Now, Estevez is their closer. He's However, had a great year. He's had a great year. Fair. However, he this is his first great year. He's not been very good before this year. 
So he's been good for a few weeks. <laughs> Kudos to him. Sandoval A. Way to strip his medals. Sandoval A is you know. a way better pitcher than Carlos Estevez, <laughs> even at 90 pitches or whatever he was. And Josh Naylor is to me. I mean, maybe I don't. I, I, maybe I'm not following some guy closely on another team, but I follow baseball pretty close. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a player that is more of a different player versus lefties versus righties. He is a borderline all-star against right-handers. And he is not even a major leaguer against lefties. And that's not an exaggeration. He cannot, and when he does hit lefties, he only gets singles, pretty much. He has zero power against lefties, whatever. Now we're talking over 300 plate appearances. Why on earth you would bring in a righty there, I have no idea. Even if it's a guy who's pitching well, makes no sense. Yeah, I can't defend it. I I tend to agree. You know, the only logical reasoning is he's our closer and we're going to get our closer to finish out the game. And, and give him, you know, the last few outs. But, I, but yeah, when you look at Naylor's numbers against lefties, they're terrible. Again, if they had Emmanuel Classe when do, he's at his best. Do the Angels even is. have, like, a lefty reliever specialist? I don't even know their bullpen. I believe they have a, I, I believe they have a couple of lefties, I think. I think Tucker Davidson, he's not a, he's not a lefty. He's more of a starting pitcher. Because if you think Sandoval's man. out of gas, then go get another lefty. But, I mean, he just got an out. The, before intentionally walking Ramirez, he got an out. Yeah. So I, I guess he, I mean, I, I, I'd rather Naylor face a lefty on fumes. Oh yeah, well, who's a good lefty on fumes? Yeah. Because the odds that Naylor's going to hit a home run against a lefty are almost nil. Yeah, I can't argue that. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't understand that, but fortunately, it worked we'll take, out. And we'll in the end, it. the Guardians did win two or three against a decent Angels Pretty team good over team. the week. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, they're under five hundred. They're what nineteen and twenty-one. Is that the record? 1921, correct. I still think they're going to win the division, despite all the problems on this team right now. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And that's why I'm not going too crazy about it. And there's things I don't like, and they do need to make a deal at some point. They need another bat. They've got about two more weeks. I GS before. Yeah. I'm when, when do you panic or when do you start to worry? Yeah. And I think Memorial Day. Memorial Day weekend, start of June, is when you can really – that's what you are. I don't know if you're necessarily going to start panicking. Right. But I think by June 1st, you are what you are. And by the way, I was screaming I wanted Bybee up here. Oh, here's my latest. Get Bo Naylor's ass up here. Oh, he's Mike killing Zimino the ball. Mike hasn't had a hit in a month. He, he His like catching, which used to be good, has he's, gone completely off a, the rails. He's a parking cone behind the plate. He sucks. <laughs> All right? Cam Gallagher is a journeyman. Yeah. Let's – Bo Naylor's killing it in AAA. He is. Even if he's not, like, somebody, I saw somebody say, well, he's not polished enough as a play, as behind the plate. Mike Zanino sucks behind the plate. He didn't always suck, but he's old. He can't do it. And Bo Naylor's hit, crushing it in well, guess what? Victor Martinez wasn't polished behind the plate. Yeah, I don't give a crap. Right. And I'm not comparing Naylor to Victor Martinez. I need a bat. I need a bat here, Jason. Yeah. Let's go. Give me a bat. You guys want to hear an absurd statistic, which leads us right into our next game? Yeah. When was Cam Gallagher's last hit? Oh, I will say the COVID year. No, he does have two hits. September. This year. Oh, this year? I was going to say September. He does have two hits this year. Can you go back to his last hit? I'll say April 8th. Very close. 16th. You're way too generous, Jason. Fifth. The, the Cam Gallagher part is kind of is almost irrelevant because four ni- four nine Bo Naylor, if he comes up, has got to be the everyday catcher. Yes. 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 I so mean, you're DFAing Zanino if you bring up Naylor. Yeah, they blew it with the Zanino thing, but well, they, didn't they didn't spend blow, that much money. I don't think they blew it. I don't think they blew it. I think they took a chance and it didn't work, but I wouldn't say they blew if it. If ultimately Bo Naylor doesn't turn out to be a good player, and obviously we're way, we, he's barely played in the big leagues, then they should have traded for Sean Murphy, but whatever. 
Let's see what Bo Naylor's got. Come on now. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Stop and we, we got rid of Austin Hedges. He has yeah. nine hits this year, which is oh, 450% more than Cam Gallagher as the backup catcher. So <laughs> I know that hurts for Anthony. The well, Eagle. but Austin Sorry, Hedges buddy, wouldn't but. have nine hits on the Guardians as a backup catcher. I'm just, well, he only has 60 at-bats. He has nine hits and 60 at-bats. Well, how many at-bats does Gallagher have? 50. Oh, it does? Yeah. He's two for 50? <laughs> two for 49. They've let him get up 49 times? It's bad. Tito! It's bad. What the F? Cam Gallagher has 49 trips to the plate? Tough look. I mean, I might be able to get one hit in 49 trips. No, Tough I'm kidding. Look. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do one more colleague. We're going to play a little game. We'll finish up with... Some final takes, but as we all know, the Colleague Company's Championship is coming July 12th to the 16th. Check out all your favorite golfers live, up close, and personal in action. Family-friendly fun for everyone. Learn more information at colleaguegolf.com. This next segment game, whatever you want to call it, was suggested by Eddie. He said, hey, wouldn't it be fun Easy if we went Eddie. back and looked at some historical Guardian stuff and see who, based on their careers in Cleveland, this is only okay. in Cleveland, had Only more of a certain statistic. Yeah. So whether they played for the Indians, Guardians. So okay. we will uh, yeah. we will do this. We'll see how it works. And if it works, Eddie okay. may, have, may have got a hit. So the first question, it's multiple choice. You're just going to tell me who had the most. In their Cleveland careers. Cleveland careers only. Who scored more runs? Juan Gonzalez, Rick Manning, or Coco Crisp? Rick Manning. Is, are we doing this individually or as a group? Are we answering? You could all, you could all Anthony will keep score if you want to give me an answer. All right. I mean, I don't think Juan Gonzalez played here. Like I'm going to go, I'm, no. I'm go with Coco Chris C. Juan was only here one or two years. Coco was here a he was here couple sometimes. different stints. He only stints. had a couple stints. I'm going to go Coco. Uh, Rick Manning, four years, was Milwaukee and then Cleveland. Yeah. yeah, give me Rick Manning. By the way, Coco Chris, I called his games uh, in the minors where he was going by Covelli. Covelli. Uh, yeah. So uh, one of each? Uh, an A, B, and a C? I, no. Jason and I are saying Rick Manning. I say Rick, Rick Manning, Manning, and G took Coco. G saying Coco. Steve, the correct answer is ha. Coco. Nice. Coco oh, home by run. Home run, sorry. Yeah, by oh, one. Dude, what well, the hell? Different. <laughs> that, that, I don't know that I would have guessed very any different, different. Very different. That's a big F you up on me. You said run. Big, but, well, but I that, read the graphic. That's on me. But that's that, embarrassing. But that's kind of crack. Throw that one out. Well, because even I probably would have guessed Juan Gonzalez. I would have too. I would have guessed Juan Gonzalez. Even though he didn't play here long because it was home runs. That's a little miscommunication. Those other guys weren't home runs. Coco Crisp wasn't home runs. All right, second one. Who has more hits? As a Cleveland player. Is this bunt hits what? or is this? Tristan McKenzie, Corey Kluber, or Jake Westbrook? Are we sure it's hits? Do you have or a hit batters? This is, hey, this is from what Eddie. What kind of stupid question is this? Don't disrespect Eddie like that, Bull. Eddie came up with this? Yes. Hits? Has Tristan McKenzie even gotten to the plate? Jake they have a DH Jake, now. Jake Westbrook. Now a DH now. They've always had a DH. I'm going to go with Westbrook. Jake Westbrook, oh, oh, it's just in their time in Cleveland. Just in their time yes. in Cleveland. So now they hit in the National League. Was interleague a thing when Westbrook was here? Yeah, it was, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I'll um, say a Kluber was a bad hitter, if I remember. I'm, I'm going to say Jake Westbrook. Two for Westbrook? Is it three for Westbrook? Uh, Yeah, give me Westbrook, I guess. Kluber three for went. Westbrook, the I answer. I bet you they all have single digits, right? Steve, take it. Kluber, Kluber three. three. Wow. I mean, what's, got it right. Eddie, I love you, but that's a terrible question. I mean, come on. 
But what he's saying is, yeah, well. I mean, come on. How could you guess? Because these dudes do non-traditional things. So I guess he's going out with the oxymoron. The first question I kind of liked. I see I what you're was, saying. But Mike screwed that one up. I the second question yes. was a stupid question. All right, but that's fun. Go ahead. Right, who had the most losses in their Cleveland career? Most Fausto losses. Fausto Carmona, Carlos Carrasco, or Trevor Bauer? By the way, I love that Trevor Bauer's getting killed in Japan. Oh, he, yeah, I saw that. He's getting he's got ill. He's over eight. First, he made... First, he was doing like racist things against Japanese people there. Not a big what? surprise. <laughs> For real? He was like making fun of the culture or something. I don't remember what he was doing. Now he's getting killed out there. Good. I'm gonna let go him end Car- up in the uh, Australian league next. I'm gonna go with Cor- I'm gonna go with Cookie Carrasco. Fausto Carmona. Carmona and Carrasco both had some really lousy years early on. Losses. What wasn't Carmona like? Actually, he had Carmona. Well, wasn't Fausto like 45, but he said it was like 26 or yeah. something? Yeah. Yes. Fausto Carmona was actually like Eddie Rodriguez, or what was his real name? Yeah, it was. Um, his name was not Fausto Carmona. Yeah, his real name was much more generic than yeah. Fausto Carmona. I, I yeah. thought it was like some, something Gonzalez or something. Yeah, I don't remember now. I can't remember. What Tony, was it Tony Fernandez? No. No. Tony Fernandez was a good short. Uh, give me. Uh, I'm going Carrasco. Yeah. God, Bull and I are right, are agreeing, and we're wrong. We're wrong. I'm gonna go with Cookie. I like Cookie, but give me Carmona. All right, Steve, the I'm answer. Carrasco. Ah! Yeah! Oh God! I like this. I like this game. Now. Stuck with my three. Listen, I like this game. Gut. Yeah, because Carrasco early in his career was piling up some losses. Yeah. yeah. And he and he went to the bullpen. Moved him to the bullpen. Yeah. So so you get and that kind of turned him around. That kind of turned his career around. Yeah. But you could take L's in the bullpen real easy. Good. That's true. All right. All right, so I found out why the confusion came with the home runs runs because this next question is not home runs. It truly is runs. You sure? Okay. I okay. promise you I'm okay. looking at the answers here. Who scored the most runs in their Cleveland career? Jan Gomes, Lonnie Chisenhall, or Travis Fryman? Runs, Travis Fryman. By the way, Jan Gomes is actually having a pretty good year for the Cubs this year. Yeah. Out of the blue, we had not good last year. This looks like a trick question. but It I'm does, good. right? Uh, I'm gonna go with Travis Fryman. Lonnie Chisenhall at one point was the top prospect. I know. Oh, listen, never. Just, he's out of baseball. Um, Fryman was not here long, but he was an he everyday was on, player, and he was on good. He was yep. on good, good lineups. Teams. Yep. Lonnie Chisenhall was such a scrub. It can't be Gomes. I got a weird feeling it's Lonnie Chisenhall. Me too. He hung around a long time. He kept getting chances. They kept. Thinking he was going to do something. I'm going to say Fryman, but that may be too obvious. I'm saying Chisenhall. I'm going to say Matt Laporta. No, I'm playing Travis Fryman. <laughs> Matt Laporta. So two for Fryman, one for Chisenhall. The answer. Yeah! Oh, nice job, fellas. And G has a two to one lead over Jason Bull getting skunked. What are you talking about? I got one. Who he says, got who I got says G don't know baseball? The Duke of Meechert has crossed over. Second. I had Carrasco. Yeah, I took Carmona. It's 2 1 1. Oh, 2 1 1. We're a mess back here. Okay. Yeah, we've noticed. Last one. <laughs> Last one. <laughs> Boom. Oh, my God. I made oh. it. Anthony score. We're only here. allowed to have one good show a week. You know this. Well, there goes Anthony's Dan- good spelling. Yeah, Danny <laughs> Slazar. Danny Slazar? <laughs> I know it wasn't. Who's Danny Slazar? I don't know and what I the question right was. Email. You forgot a name. <laughs> it doesn't matter the question. The answer is this not is Danny Anthony. Slazar. That sounds like. That's, that sounds Who like. Who had more shutouts in their Cleveland career? Cliff Lee, Shane Bieber, or whoever C is, Anthony? That's terrible. That's Danny Salazar. Danny Slazar. Man, I thought Danny Salazar was going to be really good. It's amazing that he just. He was out of baseball at like 27, 28. Yeah. I mean, he can throw the ball. He, can, he, he, he told me one time he wanted to spend his whole career with Cleveland, and mm-hmm. by God, he did. He did. <laughs>
Cliff Lee. Four shutouts in Cliff. Gotta be Cliff Lee, Maybe right? Cliff but Lee. it feels like a trick question. It does, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think Bieber throws that many complete games. It's just the structure of the game anymore. But I bet you Cliff Lee didn't have a lot. Remember, he was only good with the Guardian, the Indians for like two years. Three, yeah. three, and then. Um, it's Danny Salazar feels like he has sneaky. no business being on there. Oh, but he had, he was, he, he had, had a, a couple. I'm going crazy. I'm saying Danny Sal. Danny, Danny Slazer. Danny Slazer. The JV, the JV quarterback from uh, St. Ed's, Danny Because he doesn't belong on that list, so I feel like he's there for a reason. I'm going to go with Cliff Lee. I, I, I just, I feel like he's in that mix. I don't think any of them have a lot. I mean, I know Salazar, though. Where yeah, are you going, uh, Jason? Cliff Lee. I'm going with Slazer. Wait a minute, is this the last question? This is the last question. Yeah. All right, then give me Bieber so I can at least have a shot at tying G, <laughs> but I really think it's Cliff Lee. I think it's it should be Cliff Bieber. Lee, but I think it's Slazer. The answer, Steve. Yeah! NG, the non-baseball head of the three nice. heads on the panel, is our defunct. Well done. Who I had like more edit. Your game was good. It was terrible on us on the back. That back. was I mean, actually great. Actually, a nice game. I like that. It was Dude. a great game. I didn't like the pitcher hitting question, but I liked the game overall. You can steal that. Mike, Mike screwed it up in the beginning, which kind of screwed I liked us it up in the beginning. But After that was a fun further game. review, uh, you know what? We are one team, one unit. We all take credit. When they had a good show, we will all take Blame when it was bad, but it was. So, <laughs> one team, one unit. That Guys, we got Slazar is today, by the way. Maybe he's selling pot to Chris Perez's. Falso Carmona was Roberto Hernandez. Roberto I said, Hernandez. I said yes. it was Tony Fernandez. Same difference. Same difference. Roberto Hernandez. There's only yes. so much room on a graphic, so when yeah. you have two long names like that, we gotta pick yeah. one. With that, guys, we have time for final takes. We have six minutes to go. All right, Jason. All right, I got an email today that absolutely cracked me up, and I was hoping that we would have time for this because I get I get goofy emails all the time. PR companies pitching products, porn sites offering contracts to Tom Brady and all this stuff. I got an email today for graduates sweat like crazy on graduation day, whether the weather is warm, hot, humid, or hot and humid. So the answer is swamp butt underwear. This is a swamp real a big thing. Yeah. And I, I, now I just lost my place. About Swamp Butt Underwear. Swamp Butt Underwear is a real company that makes a product that helps solve a problem. Swamp Butt Underwear is specifically formulated to help fight against the affliction known as visible butt sweat, or simply Swamp Butt. Swamp <laughs> Butt Underwear is trademarked in the United States and foreign countries. They're pitching this around graduation. Now that we're yeah. getting into graduation season. We paid a lot of money for the trademark, so please don't use it without our permission. To see everything Swamp Butt Underwear offers, Please visit, please go to Swamp Butt Virtual, the Swamp Butt Virtual Store. Sorry, I should have read this. I should have prepared more for this. Swampbutt.com. If you have, you, I'm going right if now. If you suffer from Swamp Butt, swamp. go to Swampbutt.com and get you some Swamp Butt underwear. But this is why, this is why it's devastating. <laughs> because, because back in the day when you was younger, I didn't think about this, man. Like people, college kids. Here it is, Swampbutt.com. I got it up, up there. See, like that's I need some swab butter. Along with Max Dry Technology, this material is incorporated with an antimicrobial treatment, preventing odor and growth of bacteria, oh, fungi, and mold for a healthier and more comfortable experience. I don't want fungi and mold in my butt. Like, uh, nobody wants. Oh Hello. Like, like, like. Think about this. We used to go hook up with people. You people's having one night stands. You don't know where you don't know what the swampness is down there. That's right. They've been dancing in clubs yes, all night. You can get them in different colors of different colleges. You, the color of your favorite college. Well, there swamp you go. Boy, boy, swamp butt underwear. Boy, if you buy some, you need to give us a review. I will. You got it. Of swamp butt underwear. <laughs>
You know, I, 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 mean, I got a final take, man. You know, yeah. it's, you know, it's kind of crazy, man. Is Mike Budenholzer and 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 you get your know, Monty um, Williams and and all these coaches, right? Nick Nurse. You, you see these coaches get Frank Vogel. You see them get fired. Um, they get fired after a, a, a small period of time. And basketball coaches, I've learned, um, are the most useless people as far as coaching concerned. <laughs> like because what happens is they just, I mean, they don't really affect the game. A lot of times these guys just get fired. In, in reality, it doesn't have anything to do with the coaches. Just they superstars didn't show up. Like you know, hey, Kevin Durant. Hey, listen, they didn't play well with the Suns. And by the way, Chris Paul has heard every single playoff game. Like any any game of consequence, CP3 in Houston, CP3 in the, uh, with the Suns, CP3 uh, going way back to the Clippers. It's always injured. Doesn't really have anything to really do with the coach. It just has to do with you whether your your players showed up or the superstar show up, re regardless. And at the, at this point, it doesn't really matter. You could get a coach from here or there, but really at the end of the day, doesn't mean much. I don't think it is. We'll see who they hire in their places. But basketball coaches, you your name has been downgraded to managers like baseball. All right, I got oh. I, I got a ser I got two things I want to talk about. One serious, one not that serious. Serious thing is, um, I'm very excited to say my wife is home from the hospital. She got home uh, last week on Thursday. Yay. Thank you. That's uh, awesome. Thanks to all my friends and family that were so supportive. And but let me just say. Uh, to I, I don't want to you know well I guess I shouldn't talk about this. Every, people always want to know like how's she doing? How's she doing? You know when you get if you don't if you don't know anybody that's had leukemia and it's had a um, a stem cell transplant then you don't understand if I, I don't mean to downplay other types of cancer because all cancer is very serious. I'm just saying you don't understand. So if somebody in your family had another type of cancer, you can't relate to what we're going through because it's completely different. Doesn't mean yours is not serious on its own right. I'm not trying to say that. But nobody, you can't really relate unless you understand. And my wife is out of the hospital, but not out of the woods. And so it's still a really tough time for my family. But we are so, so happy to have her home. On a much lighter note, yesterday, no, Sunday, was the first episode of the final season of Fear the Walking Dead. And let me just say to the Walking Dead family out there, if you still watch Walking Dead, the last season of the original Walking Dead was great. They bounced back after a couple of subpar seasons. I love the show. I'm obsessed with it. The first episode of Fear the Walking Dead for the final season was beyond awful, and I'm very angry about it. I love this show. The first three seasons sucked. The last four have been great. Great. Morgan saved the show, and now they have killed Morgan's character. The best character in the entire Walking Dead family, Morgan, who is British, by the way. I bet you didn't know that. that the guy's British in real life. Uh, look up, check it up. You would never have guessed that. But anyway, you've, you've, you've neutered him in this final season. What the hell did you do to my man, Morgan? The writers have failed us all, but now I have to watch the last 11 episodes because I'm already pot committed. Yes, that was me. There's oh never my. any, that was my first argument that there were never any fat people in the walking dead. You look yep. like you got swamp butt there. I do. I have swamp butt. That's Woods, but one final thing. <laughs> Mike had a plan for overtime. We're blowing it off. I don't want to talk about Webb and Naya. Nobody gives a shit about him. I'm not talking about him. I want immediate questions on the YouTube chat from anybody that's on our overtime. I want fan questions about non-sports things. I don't want to talk about sports in overtime. Screw anybody that doesn't agree with me. I'm taking over. <laughs> I want non-sports questions only. We've talked about sports for two hours. It's enough.
non-sports <laughs> questions only from anybody that's going to be in overtime. Send the questions in the chat to the guys now. I'm not talking about Webb and Naya, whatever the hell his name is. I don't care about his name. He's not going to be on the Cavs. Who gives a rat's ass? We'll see you tomorrow. Tyvis in for Jason. G and I are here. We love you all. Peace. Baby.